What up, guys? My name is Logan Hefner, and this is episode number two of Popcorn Appetite. Before we get started with our psychological mind-bending film that we're going to be talking about today, uh, I want to make sure you guys know where you guys can catch my podcast. Obviously, here on Anchor, or you guys can also catch it on Spotify and Apple Music. So with that being said, guys, let's get things started. So the film today that we're going to be talking about is The Place Beyond the Pines. If The Place Beyond the Pines is a film that you guys haven't seen yet, I definitely recommend it. Um, spoiler alert, I'm going to talk a lot about the plot in this because the plot and the like, the dialogue between characters, um, it's it really tells a story. Um, but all in all, here we go. So main characters, uh, it's going to be Ryan Gosling, Bradley Cooper, Ava Mendez, uh, they're big names in Hollywood, obviously, you know, they're going to, this was a big, big film that they were doing. But this film has like uh, has like a really dark theme to it. Uh, it takes place in upstate New York. Actually, it's like Skentity, I believe that's how you pronounce it. Uh, I'm not very good at pronouncing words. I actually really freaking suck at it. But uh, upstate New York, that's where it takes place. Uh, Luke Glanton, played by Gosling, is this motorcycle bandit. He's uh, he's just. He's crazy on a motorcycle, and you can see that. You know, he works for the carnival, um, him and his, uh, like, crew. And the opening scene is, like, you know, he, he walks out of his trailer, starts strutting his walk over to the, I want to call it, like, the ball of death, because uh, him and his two other biker buddies hop in it with their motorcycles and uh, just drive around in a ball. Like, it was... Uh, I don't even know how to explain it. It was just fucking weird. Like I don't, I don't know how they were doing it. It was all these stunts and things, and it's just it looks really cool. It's, <clears throat> it's a good way to open up the film. But after the that whole takes place, Luca ends up meeting up with Romina, which Romina is played by Mendez, um, and he ends up taking her ride home. Um, they actually knew each other from the year previous because um, he was there the previous year with the carnival. Um, actually during that time, uh, him and Mendez, I guess, hooked up and Luke Glanton now has a child that is in Skennedy, New York with Romina. This forces Luke to, uh, quit his job. Uh, he realizes I have a child, like I got to provide for that child. Um, why is my like one night stand not telling me that I have a child? Like it's kind of fucked up, but whatever, I guess. Uh, anyways, blah, blah, blah. Luke ends up staying in upstate New York. He doesn't travel with the carnival anymore. Um, he wants to provide for his kid. He wants to spend time with his kid. Um, one afternoon, Luke is out just ripping shit through the woods on his motorcycle. Like when I mean ripping shit, I mean ripping shit, like jumping in between trees. Like it, it's crazy. The filming and the cinematography behind it too is it's pretty amazing. I actually got to watch behind the scenes. I saw it on like Instagram or something on how they filmed it. And like there's literally a guy sitting on the back of a four-wheeler with a gimbal. Like one of the big gimbals. I believe it's like a Moby gimbal. And he's sitting on the back of the four-wheeler with the gimbal. And he's driving through the woods with the stunt rider like on the motorcycle jumping in the wood. It, it Pretty crazy. Uh if you can get something like that and get it in one take, I'd say you're a professional. As Luke is going through the woods and doing all that stuff, um, he ends up meeting up with Robin. Robin Van Der Hook, he is uh, 
a resident of the upstate New York area. He's an auto mechanic. He's been in the area for a while. Um, Luke needs a job. He needs a job bad. He needs to make money. So he uh, ends up going to stay with Robin in like this little area that he has that's all ran down by his uh, mechanic shop. Robin offers him a trailer to stay in. He offers him a part-time job to make a little money. Um, ends up not being enough for Luke. Uh, so Robin ends up exposing to him that back in the day, he used to be a bank robber. You know, he used to rob banks and he used to do it successfully. Um, the reason why he stopped doing it is because, you know, it got too, like, hot. You know, he had too much heat on him and it, it wasn't smart. Um, so Robin and Luke decide, hey, guess what? We're going to rob a fucking bank. We're going to do it. I'm going to get my kid this money. I need to provide for my kid. This is happening. Uh, so they prepare. They do it. They go in. Um, and Luke has a unique skill. And that's he knows how to fucking ride a motorcycle. Um, he goes in, puts the gun up in the air, takes the money from the bank. You know, they do it in a specific way. They do it to where, like, they're only taking money from the registers. They're not letting any of them, like, touch any money, put dime in the money, whatever that dime bags and stuff like that. Like they're, they're doing it all right. They got it planned out perfectly and they do it. Luke runs out with the bag of money, gets on his motorcycle and just guns it down the road, guns it down the road, a couple blocks where Robin is sitting there with a cube truck, drives it up in the cube truck. That's their style. That's what they do. That's how they rob banks. And they got away with it. They got away with it. And they do it a couple times. Um, throughout the movie, what happens is Luke and Robin end up actually kind of having a, uh, a downfall um between them and that's kind of like more of the turning point in this film in the plot uh one afternoon uh luke is over at romina's house and you know he's not he's not invited over there he's not invited to go see the ch his child like you know it's not even it's not even romina's house it's actually her man's house coffee um and Luke's over there doing what a good father should be doing. He's over there putting together a crib for the kid because he's sleeping on like a beanbag. He doesn't have anything. And he could fall off or himself. He's doing the right thing that dad should do, provide for his kid. Coffee and Marina get home and ends up being a fight. Luke ends up beating the shit out of coffee with like a wrench. Um, it's, it's pretty bad. Um, Luke ends up going to jail. Uh, a couple days later, I'm pretty sure it was a couple days later, Robin ends up coming, bailing him out. And then Luke pays him back for the bail money. He's like, I'm broke now. I need to go rob another bank. Uh, Robin's like, no, fuck you, bro. I'm out. I'm not doing it. Too much heat. Luke calls him a pussy. Pussy this, pussy that. It was, I don't know, whatever. Just between them, they fell out. Didn't work out. Um, Luke ends up going out that night. And Robin decided, hey, you're not going to bring me down with yourself you go out you know, blah, blah 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 so he ends up when luke's gone goes out ends up dismantling luke's bikes destroy his one bike not bike i don't know why i said it plural his one bike destroys it you know to where it's not rideable he can't do it anymore luke then decides to take the money back from robin he actually uh puts a pistol in his mouth while he's sleeping he's like give me your fucking money he goes out buys another bike um and he goes on to a bank robbery by himself that bank robbery actually ends up being unsuccessful and Luke ends up getting into some trouble. Uh, this is the part of the movie where it, it shifts. Um, it shifts between two main characters, the main characters being the first one being Ryan Gosling, Luke Glanton, and the next one being Avery Cross, uh, Bradley Cooper. 
Cooper's character is a police officer who actually ends up being in a high-speed chase with Luke Glanton, who is on his motorcycle. Um, Glanton ends up crashing his motorcycle, running into a home, and he is later uh, shot by Avery Cross. But the whole situation of this whole shooting, it was... uh, I don't want to say it was like police brutality but like he came in he made himself known and he actually fired the shots first and that plays a really big part in the movie um where he gets questioned by like the chief of police like who shot first what happened how the situation go down um and it seems all just really really sketchy it didn't ever seem like the story matched up and it didn't because he lied about it avery cross or you know you know played by bradley cooper he lied about what he did um, and it kind of leads into his whole story. This whole one event that took place in the plot led to the rest of his life, which, you know, I'll get into. Um, after this happened, Avery Cross is in the hospital. Luke Glanton is dead. He leaves, Luke Glanton ends up leaving behind his uh, infant son and, uh, like, Romina and all that. Um, the plot shifts over to Avery Cross. Shifts over to this police officer. Um, Avery Cross was a rookie cop. He didn't have a whole lot going for him um, up until this whole moment happened. But after this happened, he actually got home, was all fully healed up. But some of his fellow like police officers were like, "Hey, like, let's go for a ride tonight. Let's chat. Let's do some things." Um, during that time, they actually were doing some illegal activity, uh, some like dirty cop shit, if you know what I mean. Um, they actually ended up going over to Romina's house and looked like actually searched for all the stolen money because they were assuming like uh, if Luke Glanton took all this money, he's going to give it to her, which, you know, she's the mother of his child. Like, just take two pieces, put them together. You know what I mean? <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, so they do that. They actually end up going over there, doing it all illegally, getting the money. They found it all. Avery actually ends up getting a 50% cut. The rest of the cops get whatever's left. Um... You know, Avery's, he doesn't want to be there. He knows that what's going on is not right. He knows what's going on. His fucking dirty cops are taking money and doing this kind of bullshit. And, like, it was just, it was bad. And Avery didn't like it. Avery ends up feeling all this guilt, the guilt from, you know, practically gunning down Luke Glanton when he probably wasn't going to shoot him. Like, he just gunned him down, you know, whatever. And now he's taking money from a baby. Like, it's, it's I don't know, it was just weird. But... Anyways, after all this happened, Avery actually ends up going up to the chief of police and tries to return this money and tell him what's going on in this. Uh, The chief of police is very discouraged. He's like, get the fuck out of my office. I don't want to deal with any of this stuff. Um, Avery ends up actually saying, like, you know what? Fuck you. I'm going to blackmail the police department. And if you don't give me what I want then uh, I'm going to walk over and, you know, expose all this to the news, the media, all this stuff. Uh, Avery said, to get to get you guys out of this position, I want to be made as the assistant uh, director. I think it was assistant district attorney, I think it was. And they end up giving him that position just to make sure that the police department doesn't go under for its illegal practices between its members. Fast forward 15 years. A huge, huge, huge jump in the plot. This was something that I didn't really agree with, but it 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 really ties into why they did this. Because if they didn't, then it wouldn't have made a whole lot of sense. Um, Fifteen years go by. Uh, 
Avery is now running for the attorney general of New York, but he now has his own, you know, troubled teenage son. You know, his name is AJ. He was living with Avery's ex-wife, but uh, he wanted to move over and come to upstate New York, you know, try it out, see what it's like. AJ ends up going to school and he ends up meeting up with this uh, guy named Jason. Uh, him and Jason, you know, end up skipping class, becoming friends, going out, smoking weed, uh, smoking cigarettes. Uh, and then later that night, they're like, hey, like, let's go get some, you know, fucking, I guess, hard drugs. I don't even remember what it was, what it was, but uh, they end up getting arrested. Uh, they end up both getting felony charges for drug possession. Uh, Avery, Avery comes into the police department, you know, he's like, what the fuck are you doing, AJ? You know, blah, blah, blah. But then he realizes who this Jason kid was. Uh, Jason is Lou Glanton's infant son. That's now, you know, 15 years later, you know, he's, he's now a teenager. Um, he ends up going up to AJ in the cell. He's like, hey, make, like, turn the mic off, all this stuff, blah, blah, Goes into it and he ends up talking to AJ and he's like, hey, I don't want you ever fucking with this kid ever again. I don't want you to talk to him. I don't want you to look at him, like all this stuff because... Avery knows who he is now. He knows that it's Lou Glanton's son. Um, Avery, you know, being in the position of power that he's in, he actually ends up taking Jason's charges and drops it to a misdemeanor. Just, I don't know why he did that, but he did it just to, you know, as like a friendly thing. Maybe it was because he felt guilty for, you know, gunning down his fucking father. But all in all, he tells his own son, AJ, to stay away from Jason. A few days later after Jason is, you know, back home, he's no longer in jail or going through the court for his misdemeanor. Um, they're at the dinner table and Jason asks about his father to Romina and coffee. Uh, he's like, hey, who is my dad? This puts Romina in a very emotional state and she doesn't want to talk about it. So later that night, coffee ends up taking Jason to an ice cream place and they, they chat. They chat about it and Jason's like, can you just please tell me my dad's name? Uh... He ends up getting that information from Coffee, and he starts researching, trying to figure out who his dad was. Um, he ends up finding out who his dad was, that he was this moto bandit. He ends up finding out that he had some kind of connection with Robin. Uh, Jason takes his bicycle and rides it outside of town to go see Robin. And Robin tells him the story of his father, you know, all their bank robberies, how they hung out, just did all the things they did. Um... And he just gets all this information about his dad that he was always looking for. Um, during that research, during the time of research, he found out that his dad was gunned down by a police officer. Um, but he doesn't know who that police officer is, nor is he really searching for that police officer either. Um, one day back at school, AJ and Jason bump into each other. And they're like, hey, they're like, hey, what are you doing tonight, man? You want to go to a party? You want to do this? You know, Jason's not really into it, but... AJ's sitting there, he pressuring me, he's like, hey man, come to the party, but also, I need to pick up some drugs for me, you know what I mean? Uh, pressures him into it, uh, Jason ends up going and getting these drugs for him, going to this party, kind of just feeling peer pressure to do all this kind of stuff. Um, the party's going on, everybody's drinking, and uh, Jason is like making his way upstairs with a female um, in AJ's house. He ends up taking a glance over at the wall while he's walking up the stairs and he sees the same exact picture he saw on the internet of Avery, AJ's dad, the officer that gunned down uh, Luke, uh, Jason's dad. Jason 
freaks out. He goes downstairs. He ends up shoving AJ. This creates a fight in the Cross family home um, during the party. And uh, AJ is like, fuck this shit. I'm not letting this like kid do this. He ends up taking him outside. Ends up beating his face in. Um, it ends up hospitalizing Jason. And uh, yeah, Jason goes to the hospital. The next scene, Jason's sitting there in the hospital um, with Romina. And they're just you know, chatting, trying to figure out what happened, how this happened. Um, as they're getting ready to leave the hospital, Romina leaves Jason alone, sits him on the bench. He's like, all right, I'll be right back. Jason leaves and he goes to, I guess it was somebody he knew in town that was, he had guns or he sold guns and he sold drugs and everything. Um, he ends up purchasing a gun and walks over to the Cross family home. Uh, right now, the only person at home was AJ. And he ends up taking the butt of the gun and beats AJ with it to where he's uh, unconscious. Uh, you know, a little bit later, Avery ends up coming home from work. And Jason is there waiting for him with a gun pointed at him. Jason tells Avery to get in his car and that they're going to drive. So they end up driving. They go out to the deep wooded area of upstate New York. And it's, it's pretty much like Jason is going to get revenge and kill Avery for killing his dad. Um, there ends up being a mental breakdown with Avery. Um, he ends up apologizing, saying, I'm sorry for doing what I did. Cause he knew exactly what he did. He knew that his decision 15 years ago would come back and get him. And that's exactly what it did. Um, Jason ends up taking a step back, realizing what he's about to do here, that he's about to murder someone that he's about to do the same thing that Avery cross did. Um, he says, Give me your jacket. He takes the wallet, uh, takes all his money out of it, and he runs back to the car. But before he throws the wallet on the ground, he looks in there and he sees a, a picture that's all folded up. That picture is a picture of Luke Glanton, Romina, and Jason as an infant baby that they took 15 years prior. Uh, Avery actually ended up taking it out of the evidence locker and keeping it in his wallet to remember what he did. This kind of puts a, a, a good ending to the movie. Um, Jason never returns home. With Actually, with the money that he took from Avery, he actually makes his way out west and uh, finds an, an older gentleman that owns a motorcycle. Um, he goes up to that gentleman, hands him the cash, hops on the motorcycle, and takes off. And the movie ends. It's kind of just how it started. But father-son riding motorcycles, you know, up, upstate New York heavy wooded area uh, a great way to end the film also uh, AJ and Avery's life both continue on Avery actually ends up winning his election for the New York Attorney General and has his son AJ right there by his side um, Romina towards the end of the movie actually receives a, a letter from Jason that is addressed mom and inside that letter is the old photograph of Luke Romina and Jason as an infant uh, kind of putting a, a good sweet end to the movie. And there you guys have it. The Place Beyond the Pines. A psychological bending plot that just... I don't know. You have to sit down and watch the movie. It's such a good story. The plot is amazing. And, you know, the director, cinematographer, you know, the writer of this film. They all did a very fantastic job on portraying this story. Um, 
that's the end of popcorn appetite for this week guys uh i hope you guys enjoyed like i said you guys can catch me every thursday i'll be posting a new episode it's always gonna be about movies remember you can catch me on multiple platforms including spotify anchor and apple music so stay tuned for more here on the movie podcast popcorn appetite i'm logan hefner catch you later